Hi, this is Mike Sapsik. You might know me from I Sell Comics, The Ming and Mike Show, AMC's Comic Book Man, etc., etc. And you are listening to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 33, quite possibly the greatest Potser Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And I'm Eric Nash from Almost Famous Minute. All right, Eric, it's time to wrap up our week of sex stories. (laughs) (laughs) Every sex story has been far more interesting than most of mine. (laughs) Most of mine end with, yeah, and then she said no and left, so... All right, minute 33 starts with crazy laughing and ends with Affleck still complaining. <laughs> oh, remember Ben Affleck? He's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you wish he wasn't. Oh, it's been a great week without him. <laughs> Let's see how long into this minute he ruins it. <laughs> so this minute begins, and again, they are just flat out ripping, out, ripping off the jaw scene where they're banging on the table. Yeah, cracking up laughing. Uh, the only difference is this isn't going to get ruined by the shark. It's going to get ruined by the puss face at five seconds. Oh, my God. It looks like he's going to vomit. He looks more upset here than he did in that uh, the, with that video that was coming to the gif of him or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. sound of silence. Sad flag. <laughs> sad flag. <laughs> this is the original sad flag. <laughs> he looks so pissed. Oh, yeah. He is the typical, like, it's funny because the other two are not a couple, but he's like the third wheel of like, you're out with a couple or you're at a party with a couple and they're having a great time. And you're like, I just want to fucking kill myself just get me out of here <laughs> you realize they do go 15 seconds into this minute just laughing no no wonder he's getting pissed off <laughs> yeah but like sitting here as a sober person yeah that's odd yeah if you were out at a bar and somebody laughs for 15 seconds straight not out of the ordinary not that big a deal right yeah. what is that on a plate in the middle of the uh table it's, there? it's the sauce left over from whenever they ate okay yeah it's uh, it's, it's like uh artfully placed there just so you know yeah, it looks like, like it was something fancy. I really don't think it was. But it looks like somebody they, drew something with it. <laughs> yeah. But it looks like they have spoons on their table, which would be weird. Yeah. When this is obviously like a bar, you think they'd be having like hot wings or something like that, but you can't have people eat like that in a scene. Right. Because you can't be like, yo, rock some hot wings while you're eating in the scene, unless you're literally trying for comedy. So what did they have? Like some creme brulee or some shit? Oh, yeah, because a, a lot of bars <laughs> do that. <laughs> so uh, we get a little bit of sad fleck. You know, he's upset. It was probably good for Ben Affleck, though, because he probably didn't have to shoot for an entire day because he wasn't in the previous two minutes. Right. He didn't have to show up. He's like, yo, how about you do a like a two-shot so I don't have to be here? <laughs> Just get some other dude with meaty Ford arms to sit here. And in the script that I found, it does say, Holden looks at a small scar on his arm and thinks better about mentioning it. Huh? So that's something I, I don't think I'd ever believe. I've never on. picked up on that until you uh-uh. said it. I guess it's one of those, like... You want to mention yours, you want to be part of the fun, but like these two are having so much fun, and you're just like, I, I'm not at this energy level. I guess it's like if you've been somewhere and people are telling like amazing stories. I see it now, like, though. I, he pulls yeah. his sleeve up and looks. I see it. I'm trying to think of like the equivalent of like, say you're somewhere and every person there has like, they're telling it like, this guy used to be in the NBA, right? And this guy was, you know, he, he was a Navy SEAL, and then they're like, they come around the table and it's coming to you, and you're like, my best story is about. You know, when I saw some guy poop in the woods, like, my story sucks. <laughs> Fuck that. At that point, I just make something up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you, one of the guys we used to work for, he was a one-upper, no matter yeah. what. So, if you told a story, no matter how great it was, he had a better story. 
<laughs> you know, if um, if one time your dad, who was a firefighter, rescued somebody from a burning building, his dad was a firefighter too, rescued 20 people. Right. Oh, yeah, I love them people. Well, I also said, if you could tell him, like, hey, my dad was Neil Armstrong. He was the first man on the moon. He'd be like, yeah, my dad was the first man on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't go for one off the ship. He actually does the other and taps out before he does anything. He realized his, his story sucked. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. So, like, 14 seconds, the, the girl comes back and just is immediately all over Alyssa. Yeah. Um, whether you're – whatever your relationship status, you know, gay, straight, whatever, if your significant other comes over and attacks you that way, dude, your night's over. Yeah, yeah. It's time, it's to, time to leave. Yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> hey, this has been fun and all, but uh, obviously I have something better waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason she came back over here and did that. Yeah. Yeah, she went out on the dance floor, and now she's all wound up. It's yeah. time for us to go. <laughs> and it's also time for Ben to go. Hey, oh, look he's... at the time. He is literally the killjoy friend. Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't. He was dancing around in the beginning of this fucking yeah. scene. He's that guy, you know, you're out, you're just trying to have a great time. Like, oh, man, come on, we got to go. And you're like, shut the fuck up, yeah. God almighty. <laughs> well, the last time, Banky was the one doing it. Like, oh, come on, we got to get over the bridge. And now he's like, Why? Well, he makes a great point. He's like, what traffic? It's one thirty in the morning. <laughs> now, granted, it is New York. There probably is traffic. <laughs> <laughs> True. I've never once driven into that city and not having like, oh, it's complete gridlock, no matter what time. <laughs> I tried to drive over the GWB one time. I was 100% capable of murder. I could see that. I sat in that traffic for like two hours. And I mean, that was just the traffic to get onto the bridge. Wow. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I never wanted to drive in Philly so bad in my life. Philly's nothing compared to that. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Has anybody survived this city? And, not, and then I'm like, oh, that's right. Nobody drives. That's, that's how they survive. I couldn't imagine my wife. We drive to Florida every year. And if we get stuck in traffic, she has a heart attack. I couldn't imagine going through New York with her. <laughs> yeah. It's, it goes over pretty well. <laughs> yeah. And right, right shortly after that, you start to see Alyssa starts catching on to what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I think she finally notices, like, damn, he must have thought. This guy thought he had a chance, that yeah. poor dumb bastard. Did she not know this whole time, though? I don't think so. It doesn't seem like Hooper gave her the heads up. Yeah. Because I, th- I think she would have let him off the hook and been like, listen, you know, I'm gay. Like, I'm not into this. I'm not into guys. Right. I don't think she would have strung him along on purpose. Yeah, and you guys certainly uh, should have talked about their... They're common out. They're they're common, you know. Uh, uh, growing up in Jersey, you know, uh, so close. Oh yeah, they lived. I mean, uh, she was like so one town over. Right. Yeah. So that's you know. She, so she figured that out, and she invited him because she wanted to talk with him more about that, right? Yeah. I mean, it that, just seems like her big reason for inviting him. Yeah, their whole relationship gets off on the wrong foot yeah. because they're both aiming for different things. She's like, "Hey, this is a cool guy I want to hang out with," with no nothing else attached to it because right. in her mind she's gay he's a guy yeah. like there's nothing there where he's not seeing it that way i mean if you change the scene and make it you know if if she's out and it's just another girl say she's straight and she's like hey let's hang out sometimes and there's no there's no sexual stuff between them they're like oh it's just two friends that want to hang out he's the one reading it wrong the only person that could have told him what was up was hooper and hooper let him hang out yeah. <laughs> here to I, die i feel like hooper thought it was hilarious yeah hooper thought it was funny but has she never met but a street he, man before? Like, she led him on. I don't know. I'm not one who's not normally in this situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, I mean, you almost have to talk to women. Women are more likely to have this problem. I mean, that's just the way of the world. Yeah. Of, I mean, 
guys or dogs and are more likely to be chasing women around like idiots. Yeah, well, that's what I feel like he was doing, and she should have knew, I think. The difference is he's not a scumbag. He's just like, he's honestly trying to like, hey, I think I got a chance here. Yeah. But most women probably aren't, obviously, they're not gay and it's a straight guy coming after them. It's, even if you're married or in a relationship, I think the polite thing to normally do is, and this I have done, I'm sure we've all done it at some point, you somehow manage to work that into a very early part of the conversation. Oh, yeah. Somebody says something and you're starting to get weird vibes. You're like, yeah, I was just talking to my wife the other day. And you make sure you work that in there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Very often anymore. Like, it's always, I bring her up every time. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. Even if it's like a Girl Scout coming yeah. up, like, you want to buy these Thin Mints? No, no. I, I was talking to my wife the other day. She said, uh, she said, do do that. <laughs> Get away from me, you trollop. Essentially, essentially, that was done in Seinfeld with uh, George, uh, with the, uh, I can't remember that actress's name. She's, she's definitely bigger since then, but, um, uh, but, uh, she's like a waitress at the diner, I think. But uh, they're out on a walking lunchtime-ish date or whatever, essentially, without her realizing it's a date or even thinking it's a date. But he does something that's uh, that she's not into, and so then she brings up her boyfriend. She just oh. casually, he, he, he's later <laughs> talking with Jerry, and he goes, and she just casually snuck it in there that she has a boyfriend. <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's If you think that's the allegedly nice way to do it yeah now the problem is when that person won't take the hint <laughs> you get them freaks who are like oh good he's married oh yeah <laughs> yeah that uh that is also a problem because you're supposed you know you have a wedding ring on and that's supposed to be like okay you know this person's taken and it can have the absolute opposite effect yeah well or you can go the uh i think was it chris rock that talked about it he said the problem is he's like now that you're married He's like, your woman's making you wear nice clothes. Everything matches. She makes you clean the shit out of your ears, out of your eyes. She cleans you up. She's like, you're looking as good as you possibly can. He's like, and that's when you go back out into the world. And now he's like, like, now the girls who wouldn't talk to you before are like, hey, what's up? And you're like, where the fuck were you when I needed you? (laughs) Easiest way to avoid that problem, just do what me and Chris do. Never leave the house. (laughs) Do a podcast. Do a podcast. Don't worry. You'll... You're very unlikely to meet any women here. I mean, <laughs> over the internet. <laughs> and they're just going to be talking about nerdy shit anyway. So, like, who's got time for relationships? I got editing to do. <laughs> yeah, so she gives him, like, a little half-ass wave when he leaves. You know, she's fucking <laughs> wearing more rings than Ben Kingsley. She does have a lot of rings on. But Banky just can't leave without getting a, a parting question in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. If you like chicks, you just stare at yourself naked in the mirror all the time. <laughs> Which, at his age, is not a good question. I feel like at age, what, 15? Like, that's an honest question you would ask somebody. Right. Like, if you were 15 years old and you knew a girl, probably was your age or a little older, and you found out, she's like, well, I like girls. And you're like, well, then do you just, like, stare at yourself all the time? Right. right. Uh, <laughs> you got boobs. You just play with them all the time? <laughs> <laughs> And then you would get the eye roll and she'd walk away. But it'd be understandable because you're 15. He's right. about 25. So it's <laughs> – I realize he's not a man of the world, but he could at least pretend like he is. <laughs> Unfortunately, he does not get an answer. Not Although when he's getting pulled away, he does try to hold onto the table. <laughs> I was just like his party pooper pulled him away. Yeah. Alyssa does seem upset about all this. Yeah, she gives him a little stare after this. It's weird. I don't know if now she all of a sudden is thinking, it's, thinking about it. Uh, maybe just put her in a bad mood because – one way or another, this guy kind of just 
shit on your evening and your lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obvious. It's very apparent that he was uncomfortable at the very least. Oh, I shouldn't have paused it on that. I paused it on her giving death stare. Let's get past then she, that. Then she like turns her head and then peeks back over. It's like I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. The good news is she got to go home and be with her lady. Yeah, or Jason Lee's lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that's ninety percent of the minute. Is that anybody got anything else they want to talk about? With the Alyssa, Jason Lee's wife, Jason Lee, Ben Affleck dynamic. I mean, you were definitely talking about, uh, you know, his attitude and so forth. But, you know, so so that that final nail in the coffin, you know, it was educational. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's not like I had a good time. Yeah, right. He learned some shit. God, yeah. Yeah. If you go out with somebody and you're like, it was educational. It's, it's very sure to be in like... This was a really awkward night for me, and I'm just glad to have survived it. <laughs> like, it's this was really weird, let's, which let's is just what everybody wants to hear about their life. Yeah, let's let's compare it to that thing we've hated, or many of us hated throughout most of our young life at this point of uh, school. <laughs> yeah, thanks. This was great. Yeah, there's no mistaking his attitude when he leaves. I'm actually more surprised that she ever tried to catch up with this moron again. True. I feel like you just cut ties at this point. Be like, yeah, okay, well. Yeah, I'm done with that guy. Yeah, it was great that he's from near my hometown, but he's kind of a douche. And for as much fun as I had hanging out with Banky, he's definitely a, uh, probably not going to be my friend. He's more of a friend of a friend. He's that guy you're like, yeah, he's, he, he, you call him your friend. He's my friend, but he's really not your friend. He's your acquaintance <laughs> via somebody else. But like, yeah, we have a good time, but like, I'm never going to hang out with that person. Right, if, if he doesn't come with somebody else, I'm never going to see him again. I'm look, I'm trying to look up pasta because potser because I still don't know. What I it already means. know what it means, dipshit. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> what do you think it means before you embarrass yourself? I, I really don't have any idea. I've never heard that word before. All right. It reminds me of potsy from Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, potsy. <laughs> well, I lost my definition thing, but I I knew where it was from because like when they throw it out there, they throw it out there like it's some New Jersey slang you should know. Yeah. And it's one of those like you know when somebody throws out slang and they like it's supposed to be from where you live and you're like I've never heard in my entire life anybody use this. I thought he was trying to say poser or something and saying it wrong. It's not okay. Well, <laughs> potser is from searching for Bobby Fisher, and potser is something they call um, uh, bad chess players. Huh. Really? They're like oh yeah, you can be this guy's a potser. He's a real potser. He's like basically like this guy's a piece of shit. He's a bad chess player. Okay, so how does that fit here? He pulled it from that. Okay. That's where he got it from. Um, if you look it up on everybody's favorite Urban Dictionary, I'll, I'll give you what it says. From the chess-related movie Searching for Bobby Fischer, I hate when I'm right, the correct spelling is actually Potzer, P-A-T-Z-E-R, oh. and is a derogatory name for a weak player. The term was revived in the Kevin Smith film Bobby Chasing Fischer. Amy. Oh. And the, uh, <laughs> the, the sentence they have for the, the thing is, don't be a complete fucking Potzer like you were last night. Literally the line we got this minute. Yeah. So I can't get to the rest of Urban Dictionary because my computer's not working. But it's it's all the same thing over and over again. It's just like, yeah, Potzer. It's from Searching for Bobby Fischer. It means weak chess player. I don't even know. It sounds like Yiddish or some sort of like uh, Eastern European thing that they're stealing from. Right. That's the, the way you said it. It automatically yeah. made me feel the same way. Yeah. Not the way he says it, but the way you said it. Made me yeah. Feel that way. Yeah. Potzer. Definition. Inept chess player. <laughs> Probably from the German Potzer bungler from Potzen to blunder. If you say so. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to use it. <laughs> Fucking no, Potzer. I'm never going to use it. No one's ever going to use it. He he says it at least twice in this movie. 
Maybe three really? times. Yes. He says it again when they go to the um to go play skee ball. But I don't know if he was trying to make this happen or if he had just seen searching for Bobby Fisher when he was <laughs> writing the script. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. Like, I'm sure if you went back and listened to how you talk at certain points in your life, you'd be like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah. Like, why am I using? Or you imagine going back? I don't know what is it, about 10, 12 years and listen to yourself keep going. What's up? And you're like, <laughs> "Oh, why am I doing that?" <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> or that's so funny not uh, yeah. psych yeah it's like that's even further going back 30 years <laughs> <laughs> all right so we got 10 seconds here at the end we're not going to learn much about where we're at uh new york hey everybody it's a street i would love to know what's playing on that television in the background there did you see that no I'm trying to see where you're at Last it looks three seconds it looks like a guy with a sword i can't figure it out it looks like a guitar, a guitar. Oh, it is a guitar. Okay, it's a guitar. The, the, the television's on like a pillar, too. <laughs> is, it, it does look like it's just like a third-rate band playing. I see a guy. Now I see the guitar and maybe Sigmund the Sea Monster. I'm not sure. What? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Six String Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jane's on the Bob Cooker stop. If you can find out what's on that TV, if you can tell what it is, please they're, impress us. They're getting a lot of assignments this year. Yeah, well, they don't follow any of them. So <laughs> everyone's if they do, they they make sure they throw it up there and look you two no. dicks. They never look up anything I ask them to. All they do is go on there and tell me I'm stupid. Yeah, which you know, to be fair, I am. <laughs> I am, but you don't have to prove it every time. Yeah, like I get it. <laughs> I I really don't understand why he called him a fucking potter for the night before. First of all, it makes no sense in for that definition. No, I don't. Yeah. If it just means he means weak chess player, so it kind of if you're just like it kind of means stupid. He's making. He wasn't moves. stupid. He was the only one trying to have any fun. Yeah. He found out the girl was lesbian, doesn't give a shit, and they trade awesome stories all night. Oh hey, yeah, he he's a real asshole. He took it better than than uh, Ho- Hooper Bank. Uh, the fuck is his name? <laughs> Holden. Holden did. <laughs> Hooper Banky Holden. He took it better than Holden did that they were lesbians. Yeah, he just totally rolled with it. He's like, yeah. oh, all right. Yeah. He actually liked it at first. Remember, he got the big smile on his face when he was looking around. (laughs) Yeah, because he got the big smile and started clapping and went, hot. Yeah. (laughs) But again, this whole week has been him laughing and having a great time. And for some reason, he's the jerk now. He's the stupid one. I think you are the stupid one, Ben Affleck. Yeah. No fun, Affleck. That might have to be the title for this minute. That would make sense. This would be the sound of silence minute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't have too much else because when we don't really see much. Of that. That'll be next week when we find out where they're at yeah. and what inappropriate shit Banky can say while he's in there. Do you have anything else this minute, Chris? No. I'm, Eric gets some good minutes this week, though. Better than last week's. Well, I would say this is almost the end of the good minutes for most people. <laughs> we start getting into the relationships after this, and that's uh, that is not the part of the movie that people remember. Yeah. I would say most people, they remember the beginning, the Hooper X stuff. Maybe this with the jaw stuff, uh, kind of how it wraps up. In between, eh, not so much. <laughs> well, I remember. I think like in probably a couple weeks, it's the on the swing set. Right, I remember that too. That scene, that scene yeah. sticks out. I believe we had someone uh, specifically request the swing sets. <laughs> yeah. I believe I was telling everybody we we're bringing them over for the swing set. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to punish them. That was the yeah. difference. Yeah, <laughs> you're coming over for this. No, someone requested it. So, oh, good. <laughs> sure that'll be wonderful <laughs> i uh, hope it was I, crystal beth 
It wasn't. Because <laughs> we've, we've really got her pretty bad the last couple of times. Yeah, I, I felt bad for her. She's got a couple bad ones. Yeah. I don't think we got her as bad as we got Adam Sheehan last year. I think we really hurt him last year. <laughs> we, we invited Adam Sheehan at the last minute. We'd be like, hey, uh, can you come on? What are the minutes? Oh, we'll let you know. And in one of his minutes, there was two sexual assaults against minors. Yeah. Like, yo, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on a... Uh, Semi kids movie podcast too, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So he's like, we're like, so uh, hell, in this man? one, a fifteen year old had sex with a fifty year old man. So go watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, I don't have anything else. If you guys got any uh, final comments, uh, Eric, if you have any final comments about the the whole week or the movie in general, uh, speak now or forever hold your peace till the time next time you come back. Hello, and did we lose him? He's he didn't want to be on anymore. He punched out on us. <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, give us your final thoughts. <laughs> he is absolutely gone. <laughs> He's on Feels Like Weezer, uh, the podcast, <laughs> where they're doing all the Weezer songs chronologically. And uh, I don't know. Do we wait for him to come back to do his plugs? <laughs> oh, no, we'll do his plugs for him. <laughs> Feels Like Weezer. Watch for a minute. Uh, watch for a minute. Uh, can you know the other one? Almost Famous Minute. There you go. And so. uh, I don't know. I guess that's it for him. Yeah. I, I think he uh, I think he really enjoys this movie. <laughs> he had good minutes. Yeah. He had some good insights. And yeah. uh, thanks for coming on. I'll tell you what he didn't have. A good internet connection. That's what he didn't have. <laughs> we'll do our plugs, Chris. Or patience to sit here with us. Yeah. <laughs> we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We did Mallrats. Clerks, chase, we're working our way through Chasing Amy. We have a T Public site, Search the Burbs Minute, and you, we got about six or seven shirts up there. You can throw us a couple bucks. Uh, you got anything else, Chef? Nope. Show, Show me the way to go. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. bed. I had a little drink about an hour and I went right to my head. I hope that all the words of that song. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Eric, come <laughs> home. He pulled up Rorschach and left our asses here. They wanted me to finish their podcast, and I said no. I have to take this abuse much longer. Uh, so you can find me at also on uh, Almost Famous Minute, uh, where I'm going through the uh, 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous one minute at a time. Um, it's yeah, it's definitely in the uh, MoviesByMinutes.com uh, uh, family. And uh, it does share with uh, this movie, Jason Amy, uh, uh, and Mallrats, both, uh, Jason Lee. Uh, there's uh, Jeff, the very uh, uh, big monologues and what have you, done wonderfully uh, by him. Uh, in this case, it's uh, the character Jeff Beebe, one of the uh, band members of Stillwater. Uh, but you can find uh, Almost Famous Minute uh, in... Any, any of your podcatchers of choice and uh also it's part of it and uh feels like weezer are part of the uh, pantheon podcast network uh a lot of great other shows there um all about uh, rock and roll in, in various forms that's it goodbye i'm not gonna waste my time arguing with a man who's lining up to be a hot lunch